rack and then you take a picture. Hello guys and welcome to Behind the Bunker. We are live. It's Monday night. We are live in studio rack. for yet another... Did Joe make a Spice Girl reference? Is that what you just said? A Spice Rack reference. Yeah, that's what I mean. You take a picture yeah. of that or a Thule Rack. Yeah. Move your mic closer, Joe. Just because last week we were... Yeah. Well, sorry. Is that better? Or do we need can to turn you get them it? Maybe you need to turn can you get it halfway in your mouth I, I first could. before? Yeah. No, but this, that, then you is, have does it come any closer? Like, it's seriously quiet this week, well, but it might be. I, I, I don't. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, we'll we'll work through it. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. As you know, Joe Kimson's on the show. Hey, and welcome to uh, beautiful behind the bunker. I'm in. I'm live. Apparently, I have huh? mic problems. Turn it up. Michael problems. Can you guys hear me or what? No, I'm talking about. I'm talking to yeah. Joe. Anyway, maybe manually I'm turn them up a little bit now on the mixer if you can. And then we have uh, Josh Zuby Zabrikas. Yeah, buddy. And uh, that sounds crisp. And then Gavin Sharma. Oh. Uh, equally as crisp, a little bit crispier. It's uh, Gavin Sharma here from Terratech Industries. Were you sunbathing in butter again? Uh, yeah, and oh. splashing oregano <laughs> and Parmesan cheese. <laughs> it <laughs> smelled quite delicious. <laughs> uh, but I really appreciate everybody tuning in this evening. Uh, I know there's a few of you uh, who are, will join us shortly. But remind your friends, ladies and gentlemen, that Behind the Bunker is on live right now by hitting that like and share button. Uh, and let people know what you're going to be doing for the next hour, hour and a half, two hours, three hours plus. Oh, gosh. Who knows? <laughs> yes. It's a <laughs> We only, we only, sorry, guys. We only got 50 minutes in us today. Maybe we should do like a PBS pledge show Quite delicious. that we're going to go uh, for hours and then only have it go for five minutes and then give up. <laughs> like Jerry Lewis' Labor Day telethon where it's all night. Let's do a telethon <laughs> and let's raise $3. <laughs> we will go and be here all night until we get our $3. <laughs> we right. need $9.95 for a sub. I'll be here <laughs> if, there's, if there's a tote bag. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a yeah. little parting gifts. There you go. So if you guys are joining us right now, we're starting to have a sluggish start. Sorry, guys. But uh, hit that like and share button. And uh, Though in, in all fairness to producer Matt, um, he did try to get us going really loud because we were talking about Spice Racks. And he just shouts, three, two, <laughs> one. I know. It's like, hey. He didn't like give he, us any warning tried. at all. He did, put effort into that I would show. like to know that we, I would like you guys to notice that we are divided into two teams. We have the black shirt team and we have the gray um, top team. Yeah. And that will play in itself when we get later on for our prices right. Are I we... wanted shirts and skins, but Joe was a dead set <laughs> against it. He had skins when we walked into the I studio forgot my pa- I forgot my pasties, so I can't. You know what I mean? Maybe um, next week. Maybe next week. <laughs> I am also liking and sharing to all my usual places, guys. I've so already done it. That. I made an Instagram post on Flaggers uh, Instagram Dwayne, and I shared it around. Dwayne King has already... Uh, Pledged three dollars to stop the show right now, Josh. And I tried to share the flag raider post to you personally, but I don't think you like flag raiders huh? as a page. <laughs> on what? <laughs> on Facebook. It's a form Facebook? of social it's media. As the era no, grievances on, starts right now. Yeah. On Facebook, the? I've even left a five-star review. Okay, but I don't know if you like Gavin the page. a one-star review in the comments. <laughs> gave Gavin yeah. the one-star review. Nice. I shared yeah. it to Gavin. He's the only guy that I could share it to. And then Brent, I did, and then that's all. I've shared things with Gavin, and then he tells yeah. everybody. So that's like, the last I share with Gavin. <laughs> I can't well, keep I couldn't a tag you for some reason. Nice to see all you guys in the live chat. Nick Slowiak says, who are those guys? Oh. They are a bunch of ham- don't know handsome. Either. Handsomers. Handsome Samsoms. Yeah. Whatever the hell that is. I don't know. <laughs> that's a good one, know. Todd. Good Let's see move. lots of you guys joining us in. Nick Slowiak really is only tuning in just to see if Josh still has his beard. And that he does, so they're still friends. I had to shave it. It's, it. Look at it. It's a little trimmy. Why? I was doing mold remediation at work. And then you had mold in it? And I, no, I had, to ha- I had to have a special mask on that doesn't fit if I have a larger beard. So I had to put this on, and then you have to put Vaseline in. That's not why you put the Vaseline on your face. If you use stuff that's water-soluble, it's just, what, it offers the same <laughs> level of viscosity, but it cleans up easier. I know. That's what you tell your wife when you come well, home. <laughs> the water-soluble Face full of Vaseline. Sweat. sweat. That's yeah. true. What the hell did you guys tune into if you're watching <laughs> us right now? I promise there'll be some paintball content in just a minute. Jeez, right. I do actual work yeah. at work, and you guys make fun of me. Paintball. Matt Paintball Ski is asking Battle Royale. Unfortunately, with COVID ski going on right now, we're not going to be doing any Battle Royale. We are going to do a fall big game. We'll bring back we will resurrect for the uh what is this thing a pandemic we will resurrect the phoenix project and we will have some generals and it'll be a scenario game on a smaller scale but we will do one for the fall likely the last week of september or the first week of october speaking of resurrection and uh generals wolf critchlow in the chat says i'll pledge fifty dollars for no shirts 
Nice. <laughs> Yay, Wolf. <laughs> no shirt Mondays. There Wolf, we go. Wolf played some paintball all weekend at Wasaga Beach. It looked sure like he did, had fun. Skip. In the rain, he was wearing a poncho. On Saturday, he was wearing a sombrero, so he had a, a good weekend of paintballing. Nice. Was well it the done. Peterman Urban Sombrero by any chance? It was. <laughs> nice. Oh, Machu Picchu. <laughs> No, was it Machu Picchu or was it uh, Not, Nacho Picchu? Nacho Picchu. Because uh, that's when the, he's <laughs> in the story eating the na- yeah. oh, it's eating the na- But he was in Burma at the time. That's but what I was speaking of uh, Machu Picchu, Jackson was at the field and he was. We were talking about how the origins of Gatorade, and I went on a, a Joe tangent of talking about how the um, the Incas or the Aztecs would grind up the the root for the, for Gatorade and make a a beverage to keep them hydrated in the mountains and, and stuff like that around the Mount P- Manchu Pichu area. And he kind of believed me that I said, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's also, okay. So why did you tell him you're just one kidding? of our guys? I won't, I he won't throw him under the grass, but one of our on staff it. who will go unnamed bought a beautiful geo four, not too long ago. And Joe and I handed it to him and he had it for about a day, maybe two days. And then Joe and I, he was, Joe and I were talking, but within earshot of him, and I brought up the fact that Planet Eclipse went out of business. They went into receivership. And you could just see the look on his face change from, like, glee to, oh, no, what did I just do? What and obviously, my warranty? <laughs> that's right. And we were talking about parts, no availability, and the, the British, the yeah. British uh, declined. Government, they seized all of their assets, so no parts are available. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor kid. We had to let him off the hook, but it was, we had him going for a little while. This is why you have trust issues. It was a good 10 minutes. Speaking of good 10 minutes, we haven't talked about paintball for a good 10 no. minutes. We've well, been live. Sort of, and yep. Yeah, so you know Welcome, what? Welcome, everyone. Let's go through a couple quick things. Uh, you guys are already talking about a few things in the live chat of things that I have. Uh, first and foremost, one of our great sponsors, AirUps, they're having a 20% off sale right now, guys. So if you guys want nice. anything from AirUps, go get yourself something, uh, a little something-something right now. Uh, that excludes inflatable APCs, right? Yes, or couches. Order okay. now the complete history of paintball, the director's cut, still only twenty four ninety nine, And uh, according to John... 531 have been sold out of a run of 1,000, and this, this this is a once-in-a-lifetime one kind of thing. So if you want them, get yourself, uh, go, get, go order one now, and we're going to have a... We're going to have a snippet in just a second. Actually, you know what? Why don't we show that? Yes. Yeah, so here's a snippet that we meant to show you last week. We just forgot to. Uh, we've also been having some problems with our software that every time we play a video is causing us issue. But we've seemed to have gotten that fixed with a new software upgrade. So we'll go back to play it. But here is an interview that never made uh, the documentary. And uh, this is... Um, Leeds. Yeah. Sorry. It's Leeds talking about Robo. That's who it was. So have a listen to this, guys. And uh, we'll be right back. Um, Robbo slash Robo. Um, it's Robbo, and I'm sure he'd punch people if they actually called him Robbo, but anyway. Um, again, I've known Robbo um, for years, good friend, um, a great player in his time, or, um, or so he persistently tells me over and over and over and over and over again how many World Cups he's won and how great he is. Um, nobody can remember that far back, so I don't think it counts. So there you go, guys. Get yourself a copy of the director's cut and uh, get yourself your three-disc set. And the original movie was just shy of three hours. This is just shy of six hours. So you're going to, uh, yeah, you'll have lots lots to watch. And if you've already watched the original and you know how good it was, check it out. Uh, Jimmy Churchill says, uh, hello, BTB. Hello, Jimmy Churchill. Uh, nice to see you. Uh, speaking of paintball media, the producers of that documentary, they have their online uh, magazine up. Make sure you guys go check it out at paintball.media. Uh, lots of great stuff on there. Uh, an event that you guys don't want to miss. Friend of the show, Devin Schwartz. Battle of Bunker Hill, Saturday, August 22nd. That's this weekend. Cough. I see your Schwartz. He should do a desert, he do a desert Schwartz. Desert Storm. Let's do a little zoomy zoom here. So zoomy. this is... Uh, whoa, I don't want that. So there you go. Devin Schwartz. Make sure you sign up for the British side for the red team. I don't know who Christopher Mosley is, but uh, it don't matter. You want... Devin Schwartz. Make sure you guys sign up for him and uh, play Bunk- Battle of Bunker Hill. Uh, one game, sadly, that is not happening this year. This is devastating news. Full to Gap has announced that for 2020, they're not going to be running their uh, their event at Command Decisions Paintball. So good for them for recognizing the pandemic and not, you know, doing what they have, you know, but uh, whatever. At least they'll be back next year. So... 
Um, Gavin, we showed this list this past week. Yes, sir. I had a couple of you guys reach out. If you guys are interested in getting a Ruthless Paintball Behind the Bunker mask, I only have a couple left. Uh, send me a message and... Uh, uh, I'll let you know. I, I don't know what they're worth. Maybe twenty bucks, maybe more. Uh, send me a message. I'll I'll I'll, I'll find out uh, after the show, and uh, I can mail them out if anybody would like some. And so still the best mask I've used yet. It is, and look at how much of Gavin's face it covers. That's important. <laughs> it's the summer of personality. So there you go. If you what's guys... more important is the field of vision on it. Far greater than two sixty. I have mine yes. here, my flag reader one. There you go. Yeah, does it have 270 degrees? Um, it does. It's just like the... Um, I know you the microphone's on your head. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, and that's how you should wear your mask, ladies and gentlemen, with your nose fully exposed. Um, there, there you go. And the ruthless one. Your underwear is showing there. And the ruthless is one, it? as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, it does have the there filter insert pocket uh, in there as well. That's, so. the dangly, my, that's the dangling. I have bait. to put my nose on, on just so, like that. There you go. I, I quite enjoy them, and I had compliments on the BTB one. Yes. She was like, hey, I really liked your mask. Great. You have no idea what the hell this is. It's fantastic. <laughs> hey, we are big supporters is of... Is that uh, the new, I like your new. Sh- I like your shoes? It was the, the... pickup line at Costco now? It, it, it was theirs, well, hey, uh, yes, but, but close. <laughs> we, Sorry, Matt. It's Sorry okay. you got ahead. We are big supporters of Ultima and First Tactical. If you guys are in our area and are looking for that uh, select shooting supplies are selling all of their wares this is just a start of their inventory more to come so if you guys are looking for some Altama and some uh, first tactical stuff that we wear head on over to select shooting supplies that's just in Cambridge yeah buddy or go to your local retail store does he have black rifle coffee back again Probably. Um, Why don't you visit the store Josh (laughs) (laughs) yeah he has usually closed by the time I get there yeah all right, why don't we uh, do this real quick? I'm going to let you guys know that we have um, we have a vault segment coming up. We want to do uh, we have do our advice segment in just a second, um, and uh, we also have an EMF shooting video tonight that I wanted to show you guys. We had that loaded for the last couple of weeks, but haven't been able to play it, so we'll get to that tonight. But before we do that, do guys, uh, PB Swag showed up on my house today. Check it out, and when we come back, we'll do some advice from idiots. Look what arrived this week. My favorite week of. PB Swag. Uh, if you guys don't know what it is, this is a monthly service that comes to your house that gives you paintball stuff. So let's see what they've sent this week. Ah, very good. So social paintball bag backpack. Let's see what we had. Oh, look at that. JT visor, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty awesome. What else do we have here? We have a barrel sock from Social Paintball. It says property of with your name on it. Okay. Headband. Ah, very cool. A towel. And let's see, I see some, oh, look at this. Some Social Paintball sunglasses. Those are cool. Look at that. And thank you to my camera operator. Very good, my six-year-old. Here you go, look at this, some Social Paintball stickers. So guys, check out PB Swag. Get signed up so you get some stuff every month. I probably called him up and said, what do you have? And yeah. he sent somebody back to the warehouse. <laughs> so like, there you ah, go, ladies thanks. and gentlemen. Todd. Sorry, I didn't realize the video this was is, is it? Is this on? This mm-hmm. is a vintage visor, Todd. This isn't a repro because look at the tag. It says JT Paintball. It's in there in Chula Vista, California. And it says JT USA. This isn't even JT Paintball, man. This is there you a, go, folks. If you this is a visor. And there's a, I that's bet you that's not a, new. That's a, a two thousand part a number. I have a catalog at home that's two thousand. <laughs> I bet we can look at it and compare. Huh, okay. I'll just take this with me. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not taking that with you. Oh, that's oh. the best. <laughs> so you almost had it. I'll joke. trade you a, the vintage yeah, visor from my plaque. <laughs> my vintage on Tim nice and Nice to black. see Chica Estrada. Says what up from California. We are watching your comments, guys, and uh, we're going to get into some advice segment right now. And if you guys think you have anything to add to it, post in there, and we'll uh, we'll read along with you. Um, so basically, tonight's segment is advice from idiots. Um, I don't know how many of these we're going to get to, but Marcus Shepard starts us off. He says, uh, "Do players bother to make game plans at all? It seems when once it seems when we do, once the game gets started, nothing goes as planned, anyways." 
Okay, so let's say you're out on a regular paintball weekend and you're with a bunch of scrambled guys. Eggs. Is it worth making plans? You know, every time every time we play and, and we you you know you know what the refs told you what the game is and and what your objective is. We always divide in two or three teams, and one team goes one way, one team goes the other, and you, you, play, you come up with a basic plan, and for the most part, it, it, it can follow through. So I, I would say, yeah, for the most part, we make plans. We often, part of the, the game of paintball is a strategy game, and so you come up with a strategy and you try to follow through. It doesn't always work that way because you don't know, you can't predict what the other team will do, but yeah. I'm I would not say sure for the how most detailed part, his plans are. Well, it's either. not like we take an overview of a map and we, you know, draw plans. We just say, "You guys go this way, we'll go that way, and we'll win." That's <laughs> <laughs> still a plan. We're communicating. Part of the game is strategy, communication, camaraderie, sportsmanship. Yeah, yeah. I uh, want to give a shout out to David Sane, who's in here. Says uh, Cal, uh, Care Bear PB, PB in the house. Nice to see you guys. Nice to see Devin Schwartz. We were just talking about he you. He likes my plaque. Uh, he should floss. I was going to say. I try. He's in a... More dental tips. I use water. I, use water I was going to give him my water pick, but Alex Jenkins pick. says, open play, no plans, just chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Joe's right, though. Like, when, when whenever I play, it's like, I'm going to go to the left, and someone will say, well, I'm going to the right, or I'm going all the way up, or I'm doing this. I mean... When you're playing with people that aren't necessarily your teammates, that's about the best you can do. Yeah, I, um, I, I do the same to find out where people are running towards, right? Because you don't want one complete group. You want to have at least balance it out a little bit, right? And so if you can have one party that shows up and they all want to run left, uh, either take center or or or, uh, or right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, have a first live bidder on one of the masks. Uh, thank you, sir. I will. Um, I'll chat with you after the show. And uh, as I say, I only have a handful of behind the bunker. Uh, COVID-approved masks left. So if you guys want some, definitely let me know. Josh, what do you think? You, you making plans when you go to the field, or you just kind of for Nigel casual being breezy? <laughs> Look at you, a music reference. Yeah, <laughs> I'm stunned. <laughs> Stop the show. Speechless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in the in the line of uh, Napoleon, who said, "No plan survives the first shot fired." I'm going to put my hand in my shirt. Steve. So my plan usually is I'm going to wait right here until all y'all mess up the first rush, and then I'll pick up the pieces from there. Getty Lee. It's usually what I do. All y'all? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Something I, I throw in there just to amuse myself. Even if I'm playing with guys that I play with or played with a lot, you kind of do a rough plan, like super rough, saying, okay, well, why don't I go here? If you need me, I'm going up here. If something happens, you yell back and forth. That's about all you can do. I mean, if you're playing speedball and you have your team that you've been playing with for years, that's a whole different story. Yeah. But if you're playing if you're scenario playing speedball, or... you have to have a plan. Yeah. You don't do anything unless you do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That is so profound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if yep. yeah, I don't know if Nick Slowiak's still uh, listening, but uh, whenever whenever we're playing with him, it's uh, you just find out what he's doing and you just kind of hope and pray he finishes everything for you. So. My advice is what you get what you pay for. <laughs> with Nick, you ain't gotten much. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robert Hansen in the chat says, "I see where others are going, and then hang back, and then fill where I can, exactly. uh, where I can push." Yeah, that's a I I like that option, but I also like to watch what's happening on the other side of the field because normally we play with guys that we know of fairly regularly. So if I see, let's say Gavin on the other side of the field, I kind of know what he's going to do. Joe, I kind of know what he kind of does. Like we all have habitual things that we do. So by seeing the breakout, you can kind of then assess yeah, what you're going to do. It depends on who you want to hunt too, right? If we're playing on Tuesday night, you know, you generally know. So and so is going here. So and so is going up the washout. So and so is going to be behind the hospital. Like it's like if you want to get in a firefight with Gavin, it's like okay, I got to eliminate the rest of the other team and then get to the guy who's hanging out at the back. Yeah, Still yeah. loading magazines. <laughs> <laughs> They're peppering me. I was chatting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim Miller in the live chat says the Sheridan rifle behind you. Where can I get a bolt for one? I might have none one. of your goddamn business, Tim. Uh, There's probably one in there, Tim. I might, ha I <laughs> might, ha I might have, a, I might have a stock one for one. You hang Tim. on, fifteen minutes of Todd's distractive look. There for is you. actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Charles Holton says everyone trying a bad plan is better than everyone going with their own plan. True enough. True enough. Um, 
but I think the I think the experienced players just need to kind of listen to where everybody's going and then kind of either offer advice or figure out where they're going to go to help and, and mediate that. Yeah, if you're playing with a bunch of rental players, step in, fill in where you think the game will help evolve and have everybody uh, have a little bit more fun rather than just go and decimate the other team or the other side, but just... You know, usually when I go to play and I play on a Saturday with a walk-on group and stuff, I'll try and look for the gun owners in the other group and kind of take them out first and then just sort of mosey around the look field and you, help out other people. Because <laughs> you got to shoot somebody and then you yeah. can just Kessel yeah. around. and You're going from Texan to cowboy. Yeah. And, and he said Kessel. Did you just hear that too? Kessel through a Star Wars got, reference. Where's my coconuts? <laughs> Oh, well. all right. Well, why don't we Tommy, yeah. follow the guy with the most expensive equipment? Yes, not he's really. Good. I would say if you're going to do that, and I know that was just a joke, but if you're going to follow anybody, follow the guy that looked like he's been playing for since the dawn of time. No, here's the guy you follow around. You find the guy who's out playing. He's probably got jeans and a long sleeve T-shirt on, but he's got a marker older than you. New Balance shoes. And it's not a spider, or no, it's not Brooks. something. Find something like that. He's probably got his dad's shoes on. They're all leather. They're worn out from mowing the grass too many times. That's the guy you want to follow because he's been playing for years. And he's got nothing else to live for. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and he'll usually make it all the way up to the end. And then when he gets eliminated by the kid who gets freaked out and he's hiding in the building, then you just go grab the flag and win. Yeah. There you go. Should we move on or... Yes, yes, please. Okay, Matt's giving me the... Uh, Let's get going. I've had enough of this rambling Kay, nonsense. This is something that I want to have help from, from you guys watching at home. Oh, this great. is from Grant McManus. He says, uh, by the way, great name, McManus. That's from... Ed McManus? Uh, from no, McManus Suspects? is from uh, Usual Suspects. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say Publishers Clearinghouse. Yes. Uh, what he, he asked simply, best top-end paintball gun. I know it's subjectionable. What? Subjectionable. I like that one. That's <laughs> wow, that's evening. what a great subjectionable, guys. So that's still not a word. It's not even a word. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to make it a word. Do it with confidence. Go with it. Do it with confidence. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So what is what is the best top end paintball gun? And I know it's subjectionable. <laughs> can we can we have a few choices? You can have a few choices. I I, I don't think there's one. I think there's. I think there's lots of good options. And that's out there. current available now or as we go through the whole thing. I just go now. Available sure. in stores. Let, yeah, let's just a answer the question as simple as possible because it's a rather simple question. But oh, okay. best top end paintball gun, Joe. What's Um I like an Empire I like my Empire Defender. I might like the Eclipse M one seventy um mechanical one. And you know what? I, I was fiddling around with Terry White's brand new um mg 100 on the weekend he got it he picked it up and i he, he wanted a sling mount on it and so we we had to actually take it apart split the shell the clamshell and mount the m lock on it so it was pretty easy to take yeah. apart i didn't really follow any instructions i just did it so and then i shot it it's pretty accurate i reckon i'm gonna i reckon i ought to get myself one of those yeah yeah um yeah, who who's it here that just said uh, agreed with you? Alex Jenkins said MG100. Elliot Darno has a suggestion, and I think we just finished the topic. He says the machine vapor. Yeah, I think you <laughs> might have missed that one. Nebnella, Automag, and Autococker, and Emac. Um, Tim wants no bushball or speedball. Really, it's it's your preference. Um, Lorenzo Wade says in mechanical, I'd still stay old school Automag. I'm talking high end here, guys. Like I appreciate automags are great, but let's talk about a CS2. You know, a Planet Eclipse CS2, um, M3, an an M3. I see. I like those. That ego, that Geo Four Owen God is pretty oh, nice those too. Those are very nice yeah. too. I agree. The M3 looks nice as a paintball gun. They're shiny. Their finish, fit and finish is not bad. But I, I, I would not shoot an M3. I would CS2. CS2 for the win. Second of all, I would say if you're an autococker fanatic, I think the Inception's design, uh, Predator, or what's the one that you got, Matt? Uh, FLE. The FLE. That's my Predator. Get yourself South. something like that. Uh, Matt Paintballski says uh, Alien or Vanguard Creed. Yes, touche. <laughs> Gavin, what are you thinking? I'm going to do the jackass political answer. Just shoot what's comfortable for you. That uh, sure is a jackass. <laughs> no, but it's true. I know he's probably looking for advice, and I'm guessing towards you hear uh, that. Cop out. Yeah, the, the the tournament scene. 
um, shoot what you can afford. Shoot um, the, at that level. They pretty much all have the same sort of features, and they're shooting. I mean, it's capped anyway. Um, try a bunch of out. See what's going to fit for you, and don't worry about what idiots like us say in terms of advice. Um, shoot what's going to be comfortable for you, what you can afford, and what you have parts available to you in your local area as well yeah. uh, or a tech who can help uh, assist you with rebuilding so um, I'm, I'm going with that just go yeah. with uh, w- w- what you're comfortable with try a few out and see what you like yeah. best and speaking of idiots Tim Miller says the Geo 3.5 it's a good it's a good choice. comment yeah Neb Dallas says the Viking um, <laughs> all right <laughs> after Matt's uh, art no Neb yeah uh, Virtue Ace Looks amazing. What's the Virtue Ace? Virtue Ace. It's probably a new gun. They're coming out with a marker. Or is it just a uh, like what HK has done with the uh, oh, pre- with yeah. with the Lux? Oh, it's a Lux. Yeah. The um, Virtue. Yeah, the Virtue Ace is a Lux. Basically, Virtue Ace. Asking that question, you're going to get a different answer from everybody. Everybody. That's so right. as much as Captain Copout has said, but it's true. Get what you want. Literally get what you want. What I would do though is. Choose what you want, know what you want, and bring it up to a couple people. Just and if they laugh in your face and say you're you're yeah. on crack, listen to them. But if you if eh. if they just kind of dissuade you slightly, you're probably still on the right track because you're going to get the guys that you know love Planet Eclipse and hate die, and they're always going to tell you that, and, and you're going to get vice versa. But stay away from sponsored players yeah. as well. Yes, exactly. It, it's uh, it the Virtue Ace has um, connectivity between the Spire. And the Ace gun board, it's also got chromatic parts between the Spire 4 and the Ace foregrip and the back cap and grips, custom body style molding, Bluetooth programmable, um, smart game stat tracking. Kind of cool. Yeah. Ace, and it also comes with a wizard suit and a tall hat. Now, to give uh, nice. this, this subject a round out, Josh, what are you buying? Best high-end marker. I didn't think you were going to talk to me, but no, I wrote I, it down and I tied a ring on my uh, ribbon on my finger. I really like the Lux markers that we saw at Extravaganza with some of the custom ano, the camo-y kind of ones. Yeah, I really like those. But to me, I don't think I could ever own one because it'd be like owning a Ferrari and then being too chicken shit to take it to the track. I would love to own a Lux. I'd be too chicken shit to play with it because I know I'd break it. <laughs> Yeah, but they're pretty resilient, I think. Or they're not that resilient. You're gonna scratch it if you're if you're not if yeah yeah. But uh, <laughs> they're not TMC resilient. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice to see Richie Rampage Santos finally joining in. I don't care if work kept you late, slacker. Yeah, yeah. It's like this guy got home from work early. <laughs> um, here's a question. I got a couple, of them, but I'm gonna skip ahead to this one. Maximo sure. Harden, just because this is. Uh, but before I do that, I heard that that tone in Josh's voice. <laughs> what? Did you want to continue with your point? No. I asked you. No, I didn't. Okay. I was just making fun of Santos. Okay. Maximo 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 Harden says, "I heard you guys talking uh, about camo on the last podcast. Does proper camo actually make a difference when playing?" Yes. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a camel guy per se, but it does definitely make a difference. I think even if you're not playing in a... Let's say you're not playing in a forest, guys. Camo. Nope. How important is camo if you're not playing in a forest? Well, the, not well, at all. If you're playing in just an urban environment, not at all. I but I kind of disagree. I think you can wear camo that would... A, a, a solid pattern or something with shadows, grays, blacks, something like that works in an yeah. urban environment. I'm not going to say that camouflage in an urban environment is going to be perfect but what i'm saying is instead of your pink jersey or yellow to you know gold fade jersey wear something that's monotone that's drab like joe said like a gray or a black or a something or like a pair of jeans and a hoodie who said it last week neb said uh acu 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 is great for ah, when you're playing against plywood and uh, stuff yeah horrible horrible pattern okay but you're not winning a beauty to, page no they, were, they weren't yeah they weren't Gavin, uh, overly if this why, was why live they, i would throw it at why you did US Army get, no, why did the u.s <laughs> army get away from it right because it wasn't really it wasn't really effective it, hey, was, did you, it was too expensive because Chanel adopted it, and then it became trendy. And Speaking of camo, did you did, see that yeah. I sent that Condor yes. link to you with the AC, OCP, OCP now, yeah. the Scorpion yep. stuff they're making? Speaking of 
anyone that likes the new U.S. Army camouflage, the OCP, which is like the multicam, Condor's making products in several patterns, so that's kind of cool. What's it called, sir? OCP. OCP. It's a scorpion pattern. Just go to the Condor. Go to Condor's Instagram. And Matthew Logan is going to get the last comment on this one, I think. He says, uh, first of all, I hope he's feeling well. Second of all, wrap yourself in an old bunker on the speedball field. That's right. And make a poncho. <laughs> and, and hopefully people know this. Just because you're wearing camouflage, it doesn't completely eliminate you. You can't run around and make noise and, like, bang your gun, right? It's Ooh, just like you, you can't see <laughs> me. Right. Well, I was wearing camouflage. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not the cloak of invincibility or invisibility. That's true. I wonder if anyone have, has ever gone and done that. Let's say you're playing on a red paintball, a red speedball field with red bunkers, rather. If anyone had, like, red jerseys, red pants, if that made a difference. Potentially, right? Because as your eye scans... Yeah. You're looking for anomalies in it, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. So some of the, the camouflages, it's like for concealment where you blend in, and some of it is disruptive, so your eye sort of passes by without recognizing what it is, right? So if you have yeah. something that matches the, the bunker, um, that may be that split second you need to get that shot on the person. Yeah. You better recognize. You better recognize, foo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gavin sounds like an airsofter, says George. Hey! Sounds a little bit like George, that. Hey! <laughs> Marcello, or Marcello, Paintball Gun Tech Costa says, guys, will we have World Cup this year? Nope. 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 That's my guess. I don't think so. I think World Cup may happen, but it won't be what it is like, or has been. Like, Canadians can't travel to the U.S., not right now, and I don't know that they're going to for World Want Cup. Want to. Any of the local teams that I know of have already sort of dismissed this season as a, as a, as a anything for the NXL, unfortunately. World Cup, maybe you might get lots of U.S. teams and it may still be successful that way, but I don't think you're going to get, you won't get European teams, you won't get Canadian teams, unfortunately. And believe me, I, I'm not trying to sound like a, a negative ninny because I'd love NXL to have a successful World Cup. I just, I, I've been let down all year. Every month I keep looking at an event that's coming up going, I wonder if it'll happen. And then I get told that it's been canceled or it passes and it doesn't happen. So... World Cup, albeit, what, first week of November, Joe? It's or? November issue. Yeah, so, I mean, we're still a ways away. That is still early. But here's the problem. All the kids are going back to school, and the states are already there in Canada in two weeks. It's either going to go from bad to worse, or it might go the other way, but more than likely not, right? So from an event, they're planning months and months in advance in terms of contracts and logistics. For players, I think it's going to be really, really challenging. That's a roll of a dice, right? In the States, I mean, um, it's a little bit easier for you guys to get to events, um, particularly like that. But I think international travel and international play, as well as manufacturers, are they going to show up, right? Everyone has yeah. taken a hit. Um, so will it go ahead? I really don't think so. I think it's going to be, and I feel for Tom and the, and, and the crew, um, it's, I, yeah. I'd love it to happen. And the thing is, that's where usually products get released so i'm excited for that for that reason but i just don't know and how is product development even working right now when most guys aren't able to get to the office how do you develop a program a product that you use physically use and you can't share it with your co-workers like that's gotta slow the r&d down you're thinking that it continues to be business as usual there's been massive layoffs across the, uh, the industry, right? Yeah. So people are still sitting at home. Uh, they're not even developing anything at this point other than maybe their imagination or doing it personally. But yeah. um, I think this year, you know, if anything comes out, clearly that it's been from months ago or years ago in terms of trying to get to market. And if it comes from China as well, who like I, I think yeah. 2020 is complete write-off. And it's sort of a, you know, like, let's like grab the can of gasoline, light the match, and uh, just wait for 2021 to roll around. I I think now would be a good time to respectfully ask them all, don't rush anything next season. Don't rush stuff out to get it out. I can see possibly them, everyone jumping back on the wagon. If everything gets up and going, don't rush stuff. Still take your time. Paintball's still going to be there. People aren't yeah. going to be ticked off. They're not going to look at and go, oh, Planet Eclipse didn't come out with anything new this year. That's it. I'm done. Right? That's not going to happen. People are still going to love PE. They're still going to love Lux. They're still going to love Ruthless. They're still going to love all these guys. Just don't rush stuff to put it out because there was a, a drop in sales or something. Just, yeah. I, I envisioned that being the worst case scenario. So my vote is I would love to see it as Todd was saying, uh, go ahead. But I don't think that's going to be a reality. I'm just I'm so yeah. sick of all my hopes being crushed 
Like all year. That was your every, first mistake. And I know. Hope. And that's the problem. And at and this the lesson point, is never try. I'm finally at that point where I've sort of accepted things where it's like, you know, not to use, you know, Joe's expression, but whatever happens, happens at this point, right? <laughs> like, well, you got to think too. We still have Just to let hit. It, yeah. We still have to hit flu season. So yeah. you know, there's going to be a secondary panic behind this whole thing, right? If I have the flu, do I panic? Oh, <laughs> the COVID. Bill Scrivener has the greatest well, idea. You won't, but the Karens will. Bill Scrivener says they should debut all new products on Behind the Bunker. Yeah, agree. I agree, sir. That'd be cool. It just seems like a neat. lot of work, Bill. Yeah, we've, send us six of them. But think about it. We've been a part of a lot of product releases yeah, in we, our we history, sure have, right? Actually. And Inclu yeah, including ones that weren't actually being released. <laughs> yeah, well, or, unbeknownst to us, yeah, or ones we were trolling, and they thought it was the greatest advertisement ever, and gave us one, the first one off the production line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna cinch up Gavin's sack, sack metaphorically. We'll we'll leave the advice questions, guys. If you have any advice questions, um, send them in to uh, show up behind the bunker .com or any 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 uh, of our social medias. Just DM us, PM us, whatever you guys want to do. Um, we're going to get to uh, Joe's weekly From the Vault segment. That's a great one coming up. But before we do that, there's just one more thing I want to mention. Do you guys know that Planet Eclipse has more championships, new mechanical markers, new electros, and new territory, including the new MAG-Fed division? Get Planet Eclipse and take on the world. When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expecting parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options make AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Uh, they're made in America by Brent, and I just want to let you guys know, not, a, not only do they have 20% off all their inventory, they are also launching a special for 30% off their water launch. So if you have a body of water that you want to be flung into, head up AirUps.com for 30% off their water launch. To fly into your body. And dreams fade. Ruthless paintball products, colors, sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless will keep you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make your game boil. Get Exalt available worldwide. From the beginning, you stumbled down a rocky cliff or you waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Now, whether you are sliding into the snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has the gear for you. Now with the new Stormer. DLX, guys. True industry innovators, now with the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball, DLX has the power to get you guys to the podium. Altama. Since 1969, Altama has put more boots on the ground than any other DOD supplier. They make the, make the military's choice yours. Get your feet into Altama Original SWAT today. Hashtag Sturdy Footwear. Putting the power in your paintball. Never miss a shot with Ninja. Ninja supplies regs, remotes, and recharge systems to the top teams and players in the sport. Don't l get left behind. Get Ninja. Flaggers Paintball here, live on location at the Embassy, where we do 13 minutes in Benghazi. But we're here for the vault today to talk about the Brass Eagle Stingray. I opened the vault and I pulled out a new inbox, 68 caliber semi-automatic Brass Eagle Stingray. This was probably the first production uh, paintball marker semi-automatic that actually fully functioned and worked most of the time. When we ran them on CO2, um, on, a, on a cold day they would leak because there wouldn't be enough pressure. On a hot day everything would expand and the transfer tube would blow out and they would just, or the valve would explode, but it's crazy. Uh, this came with a 40 round Brass Eagle branded ammo box and a nice polymer elbow. Um, we're gonna fire a tank on this to um, actually see if it'll, if this will perform the way it was designed when Aldo Perone had this brainstorm. So we're gonna cock it back. I will put my goggles on in case there's some sort of failure. Semi-automatic, nice amount of recoil. We will put on the elbow, secure the ammo box. Remember guys, you have to twist your ammo box so the balls actually feed. We'll 
fire in a couple ammo boxes. This time of year, this this time genre of paintball, we would be using 10 round tubes to fill up our ammo box because speed feeds hadn't been invented yet. Look at that, look at the distance on Crazy, and then on occasion, the vibration would cause the ammo box to fly up, but that's why we have electrical tape. Guys, you've been watching another segment from the vault. See you soon, pew pew. That's awesome, guys. We we when we filmed the we filmed that I took it out of the box, I aired it up, and I hoped it didn't blow up in my face. But we were shooting it, and we were hit from where we are standing at the embassy to the church. It's a pretty far distance, and we are hitting the side of the wall. And one of the guys said, "Man, that thing's shooting hot." So we ran and got a chronograph, and it was only shooting 265 feet a second, but it was flying That's far awesome. and straight, which really. Is, is tempting me to bring a, bring a used one out and try it at a, on a night of paintball on, pain a, Tuesday, yeah. on a Tuesday night. Um, it, it really the problem works. is no one, would be able, this, no one would know where you are. I got this vision of Joe reloading in the tree. One, two, Well, two, no, I would put a proper <laughs> loader on it. But anything that, you don't, that you've taken out of the vault and you will actually use, that'd be nice for you to bring out on a Tuesday night. You know, like try some, it. Yeah, yeah, but use, use it as it was designed. Guns. Use the little Oh, I would use a 40, yeah. But, but yeah. I hear I was trying to fill it in. But keep in mind, back then, it had the screw on top yeah, the 10 round on the 40-round yeah. hopper. Yeah. And you'd be dumping 10-round tubes in. You wouldn't have the Ziploc bag like we do now and have 100 to pour in. I was feeding these things in individually. And, and it does, just the sound of paintballs rolling around in one of those WGP style ammo boxes. Yeah. You know, it made music to my ear. And then I explained <laughs> I explained to the guys how the, the caulking thing, uh, the oh, bolt yeah. screws in and how they would vibrate out and that all our refs would have these things that Sean welded up from when he worked at Lear. And caulking you'd have a caulking tools. tool. But man, that... That thing was flying. It was humming, and, and we, bro we broke one ball. It didn't have any leaks. It was shooting 265, 270 feet a second, and it was shooting far. I, I want to dig one out and use it. I think it was cool. They Very were cool. They were pretty impressive. They d certainly had a bit of vibration to them when you shot them, and everything kind of shook, but... They were great. Back in the day, I mean, how many people that was their first comment? Look at Chico. Look, look at Chica. 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 Look at all the people that in the comments saying that was their first gun. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, even I've shot a Stingray before. I, I mean, yeah, they're but they're they're almost they're almost over top of Tipman. More people. Well, no, I would say more people have played Monado ninety eight. But, but Stingray would be pretty that close. That catapulted semi-automatic in the mainstream mass-produced paintball gun. That was the first yes, thing. Sir. It took Great you from pump-action tracers into the world of semi-automatic. And I showed the guys how quickly I field-stripped that thing right down. <laughs> like, I popped out two pins and the, the trigger frame came off, and I popped the pin above the transfer tube. The whole gun slid apart. I, and we cleaned it, we looped it, and we put it back together in like 10 seconds. Yeah. It's tool, complete toolless disassembly. Yeah. And, Very and cool. Joe, then Joe's PTSD came back. Yes, that's right. From cleaning, transmission cleaning dozens yeah. of them. Yeah. You know what I bought? I went out, and not going to lie, I, Todd went to Canadian Tire, which is our version of whatever, the Pep Boys in the States, and I asked him to get me a, a jug of automatic transmission fluid. But and, what else? And an oil can that goes like this. And you wanted one of those jerky? oil cans that go click, 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 click <laughs> every time. And I, and, I, and I didn't, I foolishly didn't even think about it, and I went and looked. They, don't, they haven't made those since. But they must, really? have, the metal, they have, they have, must have the metal one at the trigger. No, they have to. Because every, yeah. every can of oil that you buy is designed in the container that will pour. And if you want to dribble out, they're in containers that dribble out. The last time anyone bought a quart of oil to put in a container where you can go... I mean, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I, you know what? I So Todd bought me automatic transmission fluid. We had an old soap container. I rinsed it out. And we've been using automatic transmission fluid for the last two weeks in all our tipments, our FT50s, our FT12s, and our 98s. And customers, when they come up, do you have any lube? And I go, yep, here you go. And they're looking at me like, what's this guy doing? And I'm putting automatic transmission fluid in because it's a little higher viscosity than the silicone lube we use from the manufacturers. And it works well. Plus, it has a cleaning agent in it. And it will clean out your guns and preserve your O-rings. Try it. 
I was going to make a comment about how my I don't smell clutches burning anymore, but then I realized <laughs> that. Yeah. There you go. So Joe brought up a good point there. He don't he doesn't know, but there's a product that he just mentioned that has changed the industry of paintball for the better many many years ago, and that's Ziploc bags. And if you're wondering why I say that, our field specifically, but most fields, when you used to buy 100 rounds, you'd get them in a Ziploc bag, and it would be secure and fresh and yep. properly portioned out. So for those of you that uh, go to fields that have 100 rounds at a time, that's how you're getting them. So Dwayne cool. says the conversation is better than toothpaste. You know what, Dwayne? <laughs> <laughs> this is free. You don't have to tune in and listen to us. That was a tip. That was that was a good that was oh, a good whole, a getting. good a good wholesome tip on well, how hold to Hold on, he might equipment. he might be meaning well. Were you talking about Topol? Cuz that's the smoker's tooth polish. That's well, that's an interesting conversation. Um Yeah, Lorenzo Okay, and he just brought up car lubricator. What is it called? Car lubricant oiler. Car lubricant oiler. It's a hand, tire. hand pump month, same premise. And Lorenzo RJ Way says oil cans that you're discussing are still available at auto parts suppliers at yep. Princess Auto. I'm pretty sure Parts Supply is, has them too. Why? Four conversations just like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next week, be prepared to see Joe's clicker, clicker oil can on, <laughs> on air. I'm going to find one this week, and all next show, I'm just going to click, 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 click. Well, that one's still black. One. That one's black. black. I'm going to find one and put a BTB sticker on it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Do they have double clickers? I hope so. Double action. <laughs> Just get two. Yeah. Be it'd be more efficient. And you think uh, they can make a Kydex holder for me? <laughs> Real could. Airsoft Collective could make you a personalized Kydex holster. Ah, ah, ah. We don't talk Airsoft on this show. Sure we do. <laughs> My daughter and I have been correcting each other by using the same way that we correct our dog. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> it's not spring. But yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Water. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, we got a couple things left on the show tonight, guys. We took out the ah. EMF uh, paintball marker. And that's unbelievable. It is. And I made that comment in the, in the video as well. I want you guys to check this out. If you guys haven't seen it already, it's pretty awesome. Uh, check it out. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Todd from Behind the Bunker here. I am at my local field, Flag Raiders, and I have this, the new EMF. Yes, it's unbelievable. The new gun from Planet Eclipse. Uh, not necessarily new. This is sort of the MG100, but uh, the new branding called the EMF. But why this one's special, and I'll show you in a moment here. This is the new pattern. What do you think of that? That's nifty. Yeah, it's very nifty. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. This is the new HDE uh, pattern from Planet Eclipse. And as you can see in the box, you also get the accessory kit. The reason why I'm opening it is because I would like to uh, maybe put some paint through it. And uh, there you go. There's the mag, the dye mag for it. I will put some paint in it. And I will uh, see if I can shoot this. So, real quick. Just enough to try. Maybe he'll hit one thing with those seven Maybe. shots. Maybe. Last time I shot this, I had a black one, and it was super awesome. So, let's see how this does. Before I do that. Safety first. Safety first. My cameraman already has one on. You bet. So we'll load it up, point it down range. Wow, fantastic guys. So this is the new pattern. I'm pretty stoked. I think this may be my gun for the season. Thanks guys for checking it out. Retail Canadian dollars, they are, oh, I'll tell you. 749 So the discussion was, in that camel? is there yeah, such the a EMF, difference yeah. of the M? Okay, so if that gun that we just talked about, the EMF, is there that much of a difference over, let's say, a mechanical gun like a Tipman TMC or 
or anything else. And I was just justifying to Josh that the Tipman TMC is what, like three hundred fifty bucks, seven fifty four ninety nine, and this one Canadian. is seven fifty four ninety nine Canadian. But you're get yeah in Canadian dollars, so you can see the difference. It's at it's 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 about it's like double the double, price. Yeah. But the yeah. thing is, you're getting a a Tipman engine, which is great, tried, tested, and true. But now you're going into a Planet Eclipse that has a much better engine in it, and the accuracy, the barrel is longer. Like out of the box, if you take those two guns, the EMF is going to shoot way more accurately than the Tipman TMC. Tipman TMC is a great starter gun for getting into mag fed. It's tried, tested, and true, and it'll work every time you use it. But if you're looking for something to go after that, once you've once you've dipped into that, the EMF is the best marker. I was just predicting to the guy, these guys that this year, the next calendar year, will be the year for this gun. You're going to see these things explode. Either that or the pandemic will kill us all and won't matter. And when Joe and I saw it at, at World Cup, when was it? Last year we were there. Last we were looking year. at it. When they're, when they're releasing it, we both said, like, this is going to be it. Like, this is... And same thing we said about the TMC. Like, we, as soon as we saw the TMC, it was like, this is going to hit super hard. Well, but, as soon as the TMC came... As soon as Tipman came out with a MagFed marker, it made MagFed legit. Well, they they were not they, stealing they Simon. How many, Simon's how many yeah. people have you seen with other brands of of Magfed guns sitting in the staging area, mucking around with their guns? Like everybody oh, up until the TMC, that was everybody. Yeah, anybody ever. Yep. Yeah. But the TMC, like many different products, allowed people to get into the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they they were allowed to play. They they were able to afford to dip their toes in the Magfed water, and so anytime there's a lower price point marker that enters the the, the game. Uh, they're usually um, snubbed or people made fun of, right? Yeah, but yeah. that is a solid platform, and I still love it. But uh, but you're right, the EMF is one exceptional marker. And you know what's going to make that marker even more viable? The 20-round continuous it's tubes when they come out. Does anyone know no, when but the 20-round tubes? First Strike's new tank. It's the pronounced 15 cubic eight, 15 cubic inch 4,500 tank. Yeah. That's going to change MagFed everywhere because that means that means yeah considerably more magazines. It makes it more legit for any day. Too legit to quit. Bugger! I was just going (laughs) to say that, Um, but I'm also spending your money. Not everybody has seven hundred dollars Canadian or whatever it is in in U.S. dollars. The fact of the matter is, if you guys were to get into MagFed, the Tipman TMC by far is the best that you're going to get into. But if you have a couple extra bucks and you can afford it, the EMF is going to be a gun that you're going to be very happy with. And I think if you went from a TMC to an EMF, you'd be very, you'd be appreciative of the technology and 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 that. Um, that's all I'm saying. I, I think if you guys are in the market, uh, something you definitely want to go. Uh, Nebnell is bringing up the 170R. The problem with the 170R is it's a high-end gun and it's not mag-fed. It is mechanical. Uh, but that's a whole other, uh, as Gavin both. says, genre. In, in the state, in the states, they seem to be selling with a tank for five hundred and fifty-nine dollars. So in Canada, they're seven fifty-four, but the exchange rate oh four eighty-nine um, for just an EM. Still on me, Matt. <laughs> there you go. Um, it's that night, time of the night while we're while we're chatting. I want to let you know tonight we are trying something new. This is uh, Jack Daniels number seven Tennessee whiskey and cola premix in a can, courtesy of my friend Joe and his wife. They brought that over. There's two cups there, ladies and oh, gentlemen. If you would like to continue, if you would uh, like to give I'll, that a shot, oh, I've never had Coca Cola or Jack Daniels, and now they're together. <laughs> it's, like drinking, <laughs> it's almost like drinking rum and Coca Cola. Oh, okay. Devin Schwartz says TMC or Stormer. Here, Todd. It's different. Is, is the Stormer MagFed, Joe? Pardon my ignorance on yeah, that. Stormer yeah. Elite is a dual f- feed system. So Stormer or TMC? I'm is it gonna, the same engine? I, I would say it's the same. So I'm going to say the TMC. I think the TMC visually looks fantastic. Scale-wise. Yes. But having said that, Stormer is it's a cleaner um, shell, right? So it's easier to just... Like, wipe off right versus Here, if you look at the TMC with the rail in the front if you get shot in there those picatinnies are a pain right. in the butt here's here's yeah. an argument for you my garden though. hose never seems if you've to got, complain if you're a new player and you're getting into MagFed and your your parents might not want you to have an M4 variant type gun but they don't mind you having a MagFed paintball gun the, the Stormer's the way to go because that's just what became legalized in Australia, Australia. some of the strictest yeah. gun laws in the world so they were able to 
bring in the Stormer and use that as, as a paintball gun because it doesn't look as realistic, per se, as the yeah. um, T-15s or the TMCs. So something to think about from a no, from yeah. a marketing to your parent or your wife point of view that may not be... Grandma? Think it's your Fifth Amendment <laughs> right to have, you know, the right to bear <laughs> children and <laughs> firearms. What is so, the Fifth Amendment? Just keep that in mind. <laughs> it's called. It's pronounced ademment. Oh, the, no, that's uh, that, that's so you can't uh, incriminate yourself. That's a fit. Yeah, the law yes, you're absolutely right. Well done. Yeah. that also fits here. Um, this is okay. The stormer that's come out now. I think the only one I had was a prototype in my hands. That extravaganza. Is it still as as sort of um, textured? No, the it's, shell it's, of it? it's oh, it's way smoother. It's, you had okay. a, you had it was very textured, and I thought the, the first thing that went through my mind was I would hate to clean this thing because it was almost like the whole thing was stippled for grip or something. But I was stippled. No, no the new I do know that we, it was we, uh, our, our good friend Tim Miller from Australia just did confirm what you were saying, uh, Joe. Uh, the Stormer made it uh, legal uh, for Magped play in Australia, but the TMC looks cool. TMC looks <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. Um. Ryan Kitcher in the live chat says, what? No White Claw this week? Uh, no White Claw. Richard Knott shows a green throw-up face uh, in reference to what we're drinking. And Mike Holstrom wants to know, did you all drink all the moonshine? We haven't gotten through it yet, but we, we tried most of them, and we'll probably finish that over the next couple of weeks as well. Stay um, tuned for the drunk show. We ha- <laughs> that we comes ha- up very soon. We ha- we Same have, have, uh, show. Pe- and- pepper Spice left. Um, Huckleberry? Caramel. That'll be good Ooh, with caramel. Coke. Oh. Um, sweet tea. <laughs> They'll have that with their collard greens. Peach pie. The peach pie season now and nothing else. So those are the four we have left. All right. So let's go to the drink that we're drinking right now, which is Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey and Cola Premix. I'm going to tell you that I'm not a fan. What do you think? I don't drink Ryan Coke, okay. though, so maybe I'm the worst to ask that, but... I don't know. What do you think, Kevin? Uh, so my sponsor is going to advise me against speaking <laughs> like this. Uh, but for me, I prefer to have my spirits uh, neat. Um, so not mixed with anything, just straight up. I want to be able to taste the flavor um, and all the subtle notes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, like I, I like all of my spirits neat. Straight up? Straight up, baby. Now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Joe, ooh, what ooh, are you ooh. thinking? Um, I don't mind Jeez. I don't mind my spirits mixed together and and you know what the Jack Daniels lifted my spirits and I, I enjoyed the taste. So I you know what? I think on a cold day with some crushed ice it would be all right. That's from Lynchburg, Tennessee. Yeah. That's right. Uh Josh, so what are you thinking? Jack Daniels reminds me of fist fights in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess the only reason why I'm poo-pooing is I like mine with ginger ale, and it just tastes a little bit off. Although, but, I mean, it's not terrible. Although they're drinking Jack Daniels in um, Platoon, aren't they? Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky Vintage. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Chica Estrada comes out of Kentucky that tells us that next week good. we need to do Fireball. Jim, Jim Beam? Buffalo, <laughs> no. Jim Beam? Buffalo Trace. Oh, I don't know. Buffalo, Buffalo Trace is amazing. Yeah. Not as good as Buffalo Soldier. Bat, ne- or Buffalo ne- Wings. Nevnalis the Stormer is going to be his nephew's Christmas present. He's going to buy him the lowest one so Shh. he can spend all his money. His nephew's upgrade. watching. Oh shit! We just you ruined it. it. Anyway, so he's going <laughs> to spend all his money on on the aftermarket parts like he did for his. Okay, Justin, that was not an obscure Paula Abdul reference. That was just a Paula Abdul reference. <laughs> Nothing is obscure about Paula Abdul. She's awesome. And she should be in your uh, your CD changer in your trunk. Mike Holstrom, changer. <laughs> Mike Holstrom with a non-NASA fact. Um, Lynchburg is actually a dry town. It's in a dry county. Yeah. Lorenzo Wade says, cold Crown Royal straight up. I'm going to give you something that may change your life, sir. Try Forty Creek if you haven't already. Forty Creek is the best of Thumbs all the, the Forty Creek and Canada. maple syrup, baby. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Doesn't get gooder than that. And you, ha- and you have what's it called? A, a, a Canada? My, what did my dad used to call maple it? Maple Leaf Forever. Maple Leaf Forever. Maple Ryan Kitra is going to be banned for the show. He says black ice, 40 ounces. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of ice fishing up north. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that are watching from the state side, that's kind of natty ice. Tim Miller says <laughs> we, bun- so, we used Miller to get black Bundy ice because it wouldn't freeze as quick while we were out ice fishing. We have to yeah. go to the LCBO website. Jack Down is from Tennessee. He said yes. Uh, Justin also says that he's got Paula Adul on tape. Psh. 
Unless it's 8-track, you're not a real fan. But if you want to hear her truly, you have to have her on the CD where you have digitally encoded of all of her, of her, uh, her awesome. All right, well, why don't we end this show, ladies and gentlemen? We have eight more seconds, so let's, uh, let's end this now. Thank you for all of you guys that have watched tonight and shared the show. And if you haven't shared, as Gavin says, you're dead to us. Dead. Uh, Gavin, thank you for being on the show. Uh, great to be here. I'm just here for the sandwiches and booze. Uh, but I do appreciate everybody tuning there's in Santa? because it's, uh, it's nice it to chat with you guys. So show up early. As Todd was talking about, please, 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 it helps us out. Hit that like and share button. Uh, let's keep growing this program. And thank you for joining us every Monday, as you usually do. Uh, yeah, Joe Kimson, Flygetter's Paintball. Guys, thanks for tuning in tonight to your beautiful Behind the Bunker. If you're looking for some paintball tomorrow night, your midweek fix, if you will, Flygetter's has Mission Tuesdays tomorrow from 5 p.m. till dusk. Come on out for some mission-type games. And Tim Miller, Bundaberg Rum is available seemingly only in Alberta and Canada. So um, if someone's in Alberta, they can send us a bottle. Dwayne we'll King says it. he wants his three bucks back. Bundaberg <laughs> Rum. Sorry, we spent it already. Yeah, yeah. What do you think there, Josh? Have a good night? Yes, I had a great time despite the Jack Daniels, and I would like to thank everybody and remind them, please help control your airsoft population. Have your local airsofters spayed or neutered. That Jack kicked in. He was speaking really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. I'm eh? not kidding. I get fighty on Jack Daniels. <laughs> well.